What's up, you bunch of fucking delinquents? Welcome to Copper Whiff with Wooch and Griff. The full podcast, as helped by Cameron Schwid, aka Vanilla Slice. Oof. And then to his left, we've got Producer Doodleson, aka Apple Strudelson, aka the Pocket Rocket, aka a lot of things. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. yeah. Today, we're going to be talking about beer because we like it. We like this one in particular. This is our favorite. Yeah. We're talking about Carlton Draft. And what we're thinking about is making a new segment, the Slab Tab. And we will rate a different beer each week. Patent pending. Patent pending. <laughs> yes, sir. So to begin, we're going to start with our A+. Plus. You know what I'm saying? Like Carlton Draft is part of our lives at this point. Been drinking it since before. Flex I could... the bicep, dude. Show them what, oh, it's what on, you're about. On the old forearm. Had to get it on the skin, on the forearm. You know what I'm saying? Right there. Oh, we'll, we'll zoom in on that. We'll Cold draft in. is a beer that can if be... If you got beer on your skin, it's for life. Now, Griff, why that particular spot? I like to crack my beers on this uh, particular spot. We'll maybe go into a little later in the podcast, but the boys talked me into it. You know what I'm saying? And then we said we might have to go on the other side so I don't forget <laughs> to read the trivia each time, which I tend to do. Speaking it's just not, of... It's just not natural for, to me to... to Crack the beer and read the trivia. I always just crack the tab and just poof, flick it. That's a little special pick thing it. about Carlton Draft is pick not other beers it. have something inside the lid that you meant to look at before you toss it at a friend. That's, what that's is it about Carlton Draft that makes it Carlton Draft? You know what I mean? What What is it that we like so much about well, it? It's fun because it's educational. I learn things from the trivia. Yeah. And Thank speaking you. of... I'm and I learn things about myself. Boy, here is just a cracked one. We got a fresh trivia. Yes, sir. First trivia of the podcast, dude. Here we go, boys. What's happening? What is measured in lumens? Lumens? Light. It's light. Yes, correct. What's the measurement? Well, yeah, thanks of for like not the... even giving us a chance on that well, as well, because by the way. Because we had that one the other day. <laughs> Offended, by the we way. We had that just the other day because we drink way too much Carlton Draft. That's there you why. go. Yeah, they yeah. do double up. But yeah. I will say the best thing about this beer is it is just the best thing for all occasions. Like it's I probably, mm. if you go on to the beach, that's a different set of beer. You might mm. get yourself a Miller Chill, mm. Corona summer. or... Yep. Yeah, is it a Now, like, can we talk know. about the ins and outs of why it's not a beach beer? Because I think mm. the problem with taking it to the beach Draft is the lager. second it gets a little warm, the taste, it's rough, right? It, ta- it's it's rough. Rough. it tastes it's like you're licking like yeah. a coin or something like that. It, it, it gets like that weird, like metally. I'm not going to go as far taste. as to say it tastes like a battery when it's warm, but like it's, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, very fucking bland. Like a bitter in the fucking sun. Dude. Makes you more yeah. thirsty if I'm, if I'm going to be honest. Wild. But what it is, especially Carlton Draft off the tap, there is oh. probably no better um, liquid that could be produced on this planet i don't i'm not I sure mean, like liquid gold would be pretty good liquid right? gold's but about as close as it gets is, yeah i mean you're getting close to so draft with that, on but. our bureau meter we are thinking of doing it so you'll have a rating out of 24 which is a slab and we rate carlton draft 24 out of 24 so each week we will no, try. I, right, here's the thing. First adversity for the beer. I don't give it 24 out of 24. I give it 24. I, give, I would drink 24 it, if it was possible. You give it 24. Yeah, it's 24. somewhere it's my between. favorite beer. I would rather. No, there's no beer I'd rather drink than Carlton Draft. Yeah, but here's the, the thing. We just said Speaking that it's not cast. appropriate for the beach. The beach is reserved for other beers like Corona or I'm going to say, yeah, Miller Chill, either the, the lime or the blood orange one's good. But it's just like, this is not a beach beer. Then it can't have a perfect rating. Look. Griff, you're no a, beer has a perfect. I'll take a it bitter to the- guy. You're a bitter guy, right? I'm a dry guy. You know what I mean? Like we're all different, but I'm, yeah. I'm more of a Carlton dry. Guy. I do Carlton like dry the bitter. Go the it, that is what it mm. is. I mean, like at the same time, though, Crown Lager is too bitter for some reason. 
for me. Like I it's a bitter beer, but weekend. it's, it's I like too crowning. bitter. Crowning's good. Carlton Draft has we'll the perfect amount of bitter. It has the perfect amount of aftertaste, the tang. We'll get to it, but it's a weird enigma. Crown. Something about that just doesn't. It's like it's almost like. I had it, I hadn't had it in a while, and I tried it on the weekend when when we were at uh, Geelong. It's drinkable. Like, it's drinkable, but it's like it's almost not bitter. It's meant to be a lager, but it's not bitter. It's very it strange. Tastes like a draft to me, to be honest. But like just yeah. in the worst way. Anyway, hey, I love Colton Draft, but it's not. What do you rate it? Twenty what? Twenty two. I guess like a twenty two point five, or if I'm going to be a dick about it. That's how that half a So wait, twenty two point five. Is there any? It's not a twenty three. It's a twenty two point five. But there's no other beer I see. Like this could like if you had this out the tap in like I don't know yeah on a an amazing day it might bump it up to a twenty three or twenty three point five but so, just because it can't be drank at the beach and I'm sure there's like another thing about it that like bumps so, it down a little uh, bit. Can I also add another like thing that you may resonates with it is just it sits in your stomach, dude. I yeah, like that though. If you have at least, you gotta have the stomach. If you have that's cool. Being a bad, bitch though, I've yeah, got a right. few of them sitting in my yeah. stomach right now. Pan and I'm, I'm and I'm sitting pretty. Yeah. If you have about 10 yeah. or so, like, you, you feel your gut. Like, it's heavy. The only time you've had 10 beers, though, is when you're in the spa, right? Griff's spa, you have it and it's, you know what I mean? You're getting dehydrated, you're getting mm. sweaty, and you got 10 beers sloshing around in your fucking mids. A good dude, experience. Schwitt's favorite beer is uh, Double Blacks, dude. No, it's cranberry. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, so you're saying about 22 of these and you're starting to be, like, Schwitt over, like, the balcony throwing up. Getting that massive patch that we all remember. That's where you're at 22, or it's just you, that you wouldn't like the taste. Where is your legendary chunder? That was the one in um, Europe, right? The <laughs> that's right. That's Guinness. That's another. Oh, what, dude? We're talking yeah. about this guy who's chundered after trying to do a six I, I pack have. of Fosters. No, I don't know. What dude, legendary chunder is this? Guys, that, yeah, that, that one is <laughs> Guinness got me. Rip, dude. Oh, but, 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 that rips. That's hey. Context of that, people. Okay. You, so, have you vomited from beer consumption? I, I don't think it is possible, right? You've been pretty good. Oh, I've seen him vomit before. There, there's what one, was it? Beer though? There is one time. Absinthe. There was no. Yeah, but yeah, but no. <laughs> yeah. There was but yeah, but yeah, but no, but yeah, but no, but. There was yeah, one time no, I tried to play Centurion, which was I don't know if you guys have ever played it, but it's a game when you have to drink a shot of beer every minute until the slab is gone. But the thing is, after a certain amount of time, I think it's like 10, 15 minutes. Hang on, son. You got to do 24 beers in 24 minutes? No, 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 no. You, you misunderstand. Every... A shot. A shot. So 30 A minutes. shot. Like, it's just literally a minutes. shot of beer. But the thing is, like, you may think that that's, like, not a whole lot, right? I'm telling you, no, the taste of beer gets old after an hour. And, like, not only that, but, like, every... I think it's half hour, a new rule gets introduced. So, say, if you point, that's an extra shot. Yeah, I love that. If you swear extra shot classic right hand left hand and like when you're an hour and a half into this game and you fuck up on a rule like that you, you you're not having a good time you're gonna have a bad time and there was that one time game, i played what's, this game what's happened the wizard wizard stuff or something like that yeah the wizard stuffs but yeah you i haven't do that played anything. that either fuck, i'm getting absolute fucking all right and so a final verdict uh, <laughs> Swift, was yours 10 you give that shit a sniff we're or gonna go around the, the car i'm we're, giving we're it a whole week. slab I, he's it's, on the whole it is my favorite beer we started on something that's yeah but this guy doesn't go to the unobtainable beach pretty, for me pretty good woochie what were you going in the end i don't need to drink it Look, at the beach. i love this beer it's my favorite beer i'll give it a 23 out of 24 what? we got over here can Schwitt? anything make a 24 or does it have to be a different drink entirely it'd have to be a special experience like i'd have to 
Bust both my nuts drinking whatever I'm drinking at this moment. Dr. Peps and... um, Nah, you want to talk about Dr. Peps? Yeah. I'll lay us up. It's a different thing though. I mean, it's not... No, what was the one you had? Remember uh, the... I remember. Jaeger. Was it Jaeger and milk? Yeah. So I bought Jaeger myself. Listen to this, dude. All right. Your boy gets a call from the Wooch. A couple (laughs) years back, he's like, hey man, on your way over, would you mind picking up some Dr. Pepper? And I was like, you know what? I will. I told you I was having Jaeger. I needed... Uh, I don't remember that. This guy shows up with two cans of Dr. Okay. Pepper. Oh. That was Dr. the only Dude, two Do- cans in the store. Dr. Pepper is not the available American on cans shelves. are not as big. They're not a 375 traditional. The, the tiny. Yeah, yeah. The tradition for America is like, what, 285. Let's say that. Mm. This guy shows up with two cans. I'm like, the fuck am I meant to do with this? This will last me like two minutes. Go and get your own ones. Then, I had right? no, I got had, the only two that were on the no, shelf. No, but I had no mixes. So that, that brings also, me to this right? story is because... Came through for you. Cost the, me like five bucks. Yeah. yeah I know. The, reason <laughs> he, you reason, the reason he He's brings this up. from that, dude. The, re- <laughs> the reason you bring this up is because after the two cans, which your boy Wooch goes quick. <laughs> they I went down ha- quick. <laughs> I didn't have anything. All I had in my house was milk and orange juice. And you bet I finished the milk and with orange Jager, juice. With Jaeger, dude? With the Jaeger. You know what? The milk and the Jaeger. He went one after the other, too. Milk. I, really no, I do that. remember you saying that this, is dude. literally rancid. All right, all right. We're getting off top. We've got to finish I'd up rather do for a sh- the week. like a shooey yeah, of I admit, fucking just spit. I admit. <laughs> oh, have, nah, having Jaeger and milk on its own is yuck. But when you have it with Jaeger and milk, and then you have Jaeger and orange juice and Jaeger and Hold Dr. Pepper. Hold on. If we're gonna start I'd rather off, have someone piss in my mouth. I was pretty staunch. We're going to start off with a story about mixing different drinks like the King's Cups. We're talking about Schwid at Justin's that time. How he ended yes. up throwing we up We have a friend. Bathroom. His name is Justin. <laughs> and what he likes to do when friends come over is get them blasted. Yeah, yeah, and Schwid yeah. was the next victim this night. Oh. Uh, no, he did it to himself, evening. dude. He did it to himself. 2016, I think, roughly. It was a good oh, year. Okay. It was a good he year. Did it was it a good year. That was a good year for everything. Wii Sports? You ever heard of it? You ever played it? Now, yeah. Wii Sports is a little did. old at this point, I remember but that. we did play it. <laughs> mm. So line us up. I think it was golf. We played the old nine-hole 18... Was it nine-hole Wii Golf? Yeah, so Schwit is horrendously losing, right? And <laughs> Justin says to him, oh, hey, how about we do like a King's Cup? And every time... Wait. No, it's a no, Stein. We, we start a Stein. We were already throwing different stuff into this Stein, right? And he said, how about I bet you that... If you end up losing, which he was already like, I'm talking like six or seven. Yeah, behind, he's like, no, he's right? plus at least seven, plus yeah, seven, right? Like way, way behind shit. what Justin was. He's, he's like, he was oh, when your boy plus was seven beers into that night. Yeah, he was, so he was plus was three nice. beers. So yeah, so he had plus, three beers. Yeah, yeah like if, one if and a half beers. Talk about, <laughs> if we're gonna talk about your alcohol consumption. <laughs> The lowest in golf terms, is. you had a triple budgie. Dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you had a little birdie. Yeah, yeah dude. dude. So you were not doing good. And of course, what does Schwid say to that? He's like, yeah, let's fucking go. I'll fucking have you. Who doesn't like an so, underdog story? <laughs> we're talking. Really work out. For anyone who wants to get an idea of this stein that Justin fills, it's about this big. It's a glass this big. It's and a we stein. filled. Most steins are, you know, I don't know. Huge, how right? much of the world knows about steins? What was the first thing that went into it? It was like a Bundaberg, and then we put uh, a beer, he put and then we put pre workout in there, dude. Pre workout, and then a Canadian club, and then it was like a bunch of diff- different straights, I'm pretty sure. It was beer in there as well, yeah. Quite a lot of beer in there as well. I, I don't really look. No, so we're we're going to throw beer. this out there. Like, I, will, I, love, <laughs> I love beers. We all love beers. Oh, no, but when we're doing beer. King's Cup, I don't want beer in my King's Cup. I really don't oh, like. I, I'm happy with the fucking whiskey. I'm happy with the vodka. 
I'm happy if you chuck in some of that German plutonium fucking pre-workout that we had. <laughs> yes, but, sir. dude, beer just wrecks the King's Cup. Mm. Yeah, some, it's some like you're putting dirt cleared. into it or something like that. For some reason, it just does not mix with well, everything else. Doesn't, yeah, it's an unmeasurable not a thing. Yeah, Unless, right? Yeah. Oil and water with some vinegar in there, you know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't yeah. work. Uh, so anyway, so Schwed did actually down... Took, I'll give it to you, man. He down the stein, dude. Takes the bet. Yeah. He lost. Well, wait, what was the bet again? Bad. So he, literally, he's whoever, losing. He's down just, like six or seven whoever, in golf. Whoever has we the lowest golf. score on Wee Golf ends up drinking the stein. I've got a photo. I'll happily whip it out of me playing Justin and Wee Golf and I finished four under par for 18 holes. Yeah, I've got it on... Oh, rookie numbers, dude? Yeah. What are you, oh, you play four under par and Wee Golf? Dude, have you ever played with us, dude? Yeah. <laughs> I, I play... Your boy... I, here, here, I'm going to say that dude, you're you're holds I the record, right? so, dude. You hold the record for tennis, I hold the record for golf. Yeah, that's, that's actually pretty I think it, yeah, I, I, think I'm, pretty well. I think I was like negative six. The thing with that like game that. is you fuck up once and that's it. That's the game. I've you had some pretty good games. Like, you know what I mean? Like... You hit like out of bounds once and that's it. You're like five behind. No, no, don't don't deflect, dude. If we play Wee Golf, <laughs> if, we, if we play Wee Golf, I'm giving you the hot Cosby. I'm yeah, gonna fuck dude, you up. Dude, I'm gonna the, pepper your steak if we yeah, play. Yeah, dude, your <laughs> Angus will be well and truly <laughs> yeah. peppered. That one of the nights we're playing. Gonna beef your jerky on that <laughs> one. All right. One of the nights we're playing Wee Golf. I got so frustrated that I kept on missing, right? And I got, <laughs> oh. I got, I got the driver out on the edge of green, so it lets you get a driver out. I feel like I'm there I, right now. I aimed, I aimed, yeah, right. That fluoro green. It's like you're going from like a dark green to a mid green to a. Yeah. This was one of the green, most right? impossible shots, though, right? To line you up, as you said, on the edge of green mm. means yeah. that, like, if you touch the green, you cannot use anything other than mm. just the putt. Yeah. Um, and you were able to draw out. The driver. the driver on the edge of green and he was like fuck this I'm miles I'm losing I was pissed and I was like fuck this <laughs> lines this shot up perfectly with the what is it called you want to call the, it the pole, the yeah, pole yeah, that whatever. goes into the measuring pole, pole whatever, yeah. right yeah. and just you smack the shunt out of it fucking <laughs> belts Dude, this the, ball he hit the pole and it went and down it, and into the I don't know if this down. is some sort of like unknown glitch but he belts the ball does it hit hits the pole and then just drops it I've seen that happen before Oh, yeah. right into the wall. Dude, right into the impossible wall. Impossible shot. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. I'm so glad we, to see that happen. Because that is went off when that dude, happened. That we stopped playing. We stopped playing the game. That is right. better than seeing a hole in one. I'm just going to throw this out there right now. We like our golf. Is there anything better than hitting a long distance shot in golf in any sport? Like what? A, what? We're talking about Wii is, Golf, but yeah. Not even. <laughs> Wii Golf. I'll, I'll give it to Wii we Golf as well. play real golf. No, no, no. But like Wii Golf or golf. Hitting like a long distance shot that goes in. Is there anything more magnificent in all sports? Oh, I mean, the out of the park on the baseball is pretty. pretty it's home, out of the park. Yeah, out of the park is like a sick. level above home run. Yeah, I'll give that. Are we, are we not talking? Are we talking the real world? Are we? Anything, any got, sport. Have you guys anything. ever hit a bouncy ball for the tennis racket? Oh, that yes. goes hard. Goes yeah, that goes back. hard. Yeah. Actually, or like a little lemon. Like no, lemons, Justin and I used lemons. to hit like small lemons oh, yeah. with the tennis rackets, and it was this shit. Dude, we're at a party once, and he. He, like, he went to me, do you want to go to Macca's? I was like, oh, okay, sure. We went to like this open field halfway there and he's like, he just grabs this fucking tennis racket out of the back of his car. He's yeah. huge, and grabs some lemons out as well. And goes, Let's just whack these for a while. Dude, I, like, I can top what? that. <laughs> I got some loose cousins. My cousins are yes. as loose as loose gets. Like I could tell some stories. In fact, I might soon, but they used to make what was called spud cannons out of PVC piping. And it was like a plumber's pipe like your traditional I've always wanted to fucking have and they would get a like a stove lighter and they would tape it in the bottom and they would just spray a shitload of deodorant or like whatever else in the where the lighter ignites and they would put like a spud in the pipe and then they would close the bottom lid and they would ignite and the thing would just 
fucking spud sin. gun. Yeah, you like a homemade spud gun. No, a, yeah, a but a spud gun, gun is taking little this, chunks. This, this is of like a potato and no, using no, that's, a spring. That's the original this, spud gun. That's a spud gun. What he's talking about We're is talking like, like a, a PVC pipe that's launcher. like that in diameter, shooting a whole potato. Like, yeah. Oh shit! And shooting a whole potato. So Gettysburg, pretty much. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the noob tube. That those are Glen Rowan. You started. Shit might have happened different. back to what we're saying. I would give it out of 10. <laughs> of course, right. So, the, uh, so what yeah. do I need? Relationships? Slap tap, or? right? <laughs> slap tap though, right, guys? Where were you when you had so, your first beer? Do you yeah, remember? So, hey, that's a good... I, I, do. Shandy, I, I actually do. Yeah. I know where I was. I had too. a Cascade Light Shandy. <laughs> nice. No, that's, that's, that's fair enough. Light, I had like a fair enough. enough. I mean, what did you say? To, what, sorry, for the uh, slap the beer, tap? The slap tap, sorry, not beer remainder. Um, let's go around Let's go around real quick. I gave it a 23 out of 24. You gave it a I gave a perfect score. It's the best beer. Okay, we try wrapping this I'm a filthy delinquent. And I will probably go... It's it's probably a 20 for me. It's a 20. It's well, as I said, your, I want to guess your 24 is uh, Han Super Dry off tap. I don't think I have. I don't know if I, I mean, I know you should probably have a 24. I just don't think I do. Han Dry is your favorite Chewy's, beer, though. Yeah? Uh, super, Han Super Dry, the older ones. The they're, old they're Han the Super anymore, Dry. Man. The OG. Um, the crisp. There was now, nothing ever more crisp. You know how some beers, as you mentioned before, the metallic taste, tastes a bit like a coin, right? Every beer has that slight taste. You don't really taste it. Now Han Super Dry has like gone from like a 6%, you can hardly tell, to like 30%. So. <sighs> this guy dude actual coins right <laughs> so i'm probably gonna go 20 sweet over to you because we're gonna segment over that <laughs> i, I would have said 20 actually but like oh, okay well you can you can be a sheep dude we don't <laughs> even know what your favorite drink is yet i don't think y'all know 20 i'll you fuck you will. up bartender sweet oh. my favorite drink's always changing i'm in a room full of bartenders too i feel but we're like we're not talking about other mm. drinks if we want to talk about spirits we gotta, we gotta keep this different... just to uh if we talk about it's gonna be beer and only beer it's a big now. one now no ales by the way, oh. ale is beer. It's Oops, beer. right? Because we're talking about. How about a bit of mead in there, maybe eventually? Mead. I've always wanted to try mead. Something like that. Mead, and I want to try moonshine. This Those is are not two scar holes that I want to get around. What, what do you well, give this Carlton draft, Chwid? I, yeah, I, I gave it a 20. I gave it a 20. Yeah, I'm happy with that. If it was a 19th, right, I'd piss now, in your mouth. Where were you yeah, honestly, when you had your God. first beer? Yeah, V me by the fire at Upper Beak after I took a shit on an anthill. I Throwback to last last week's episode. Unreal, Dad dude. gave me VB. He liked VBs, now, and I like were these all <clears throat> were these all solid poos, or did you actually like liquefy some of these fucking ant hills? No, I was well fed as a kid. I had a lot of carbohydrates, yeah, a lot of, as you can tell, yeah. um, fiber. <laughs> they were. I usually took maybe one solid one and then two small solid like ones behind after. that. Yeah, fair enough. Got it. Lots of rice as a kid. Mm. True. Yep. Filling my... up those ants, man. Do you remember how like old the you fucking... were? When when I had my first beer, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't want to say because it's probably definitely under eighteen, but I reckon I might have been like ten or something. It was never like I had a full like a VB and I shotgunned mm. it. Like Dad gave me another one. Like it was just like a like the last it. bit of the can or something. Your first beer, do you remember? Um, would have been when I was about like ten or eleven. I was at Dad's mates. Like obviously he was having beers with his, um, with his mate, and it's that classic. Oi, come here. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised he didn't I, I give was, you like a this. spliff off a dart as well, to be honest. <laughs> oh, fuck that. No. Hey, no. come try one of oh, these. Chimney, dude. No, yeah. he's like, all right, have a sip of this. And it, the reason that I do not like VB to this day is because it was a VB. It's the first sip of alcohol. And as a kid, you're like, you're like just given sugar on tap. Like, so like when you get given this, you know, beer, you're like, what in the fresh fuck is this? 
So I had, I'm like, well, I'm not going to drink this ever again. And then leave then it they, to my, uh, you know, 16, 17, 18. But then it gets drinking. mixed with lemonade. Yeah. And the, the shan. Actually, I will bring something up this. I'm, I have been frowned upon and shunned by a couple of my friends. Because I have made a shandy out of something other than beer, oh, and that is red wine. I've had a red wine a shandy. shandy. Though, right? That's a fucking shambles. Shandy. <laughs> that, that I'm is pretty sure that's written in the Bible. Absolute shame is what that is. Being like blasphemy or something yeah. like that, yeah. right? Maybe yeah, in so. Old Testament, but the New Testament says, "Thou shalt mix <laughs> no. wine with lemonade. Thou shalt have a good time." <laughs> no, in no it Testament, do they ever say that wine and lemonade should ever go it together? Mi- <laughs> have you had it? Jesus, yes, I did Jesus try. didn't turn water into wine so you <laughs> yeah. can mix it with lemonade, So you could fucking <laughs> pollute it with lemonade, dude. That's Judas on that bitch right there. Hey, have some lemonade. Sure, nah. that's a good one. Like Let that. me ask you something. I like that Let me lot. ask you something. The fuck was the chuckles about? And two, do you like Portello? No. I love Portello. No. It's yeah. my favorite soft drink. That's what it is. Hands what is that? Nah, it's it's not Portello. Down, it's fucking right, dude, grapey kind of lemonade. First beer, man, I used to have, like, every Christmas for me is just this flash of pavlova, which I was never a big fan yes, of, dude. right? Fuck I like it, but I'm not a big fan, right? The worst texture ever. It's like eating it a sponge. It is the worst, right? <laughs> it's a sponge. Yeah, you're literally eating SpongeBob, dude, yeah. right? Anyway, so that, We're and wrong, then it would but... be it would be a shandy with, with, with Christmas dinner. I can't remember which one it was, but, like, that was every year. I remember that taste of a shandy and fucking pavlova. That's Christmas for me. How old were you? <laughs> Oh, uh, eight, eight or nine. I don't know. Eight I'm eight just nine. saying the wine shandy thing. <laughs> no, let's <laughs> try to make. No, you're not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I have Croatian relatives. I'm oh. half Croatian, and it is a European thing, and they oh, dig it. Mm. You know who else? Uh, you know what else? Some big I European don't. countries are known for mm. beer. They fucking love their beers over there. Yeah, it's I've, not the same I've thing. I've heard right? that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you ever heard of Germany? Well, yeah. look, look, they there. like it have as well. Sangria. I have not. Your boy's been there. Has he? And it's the best beer I've Actually, ever had. Actually, you're the yeah. only one here. Period. The best Germany. beer I've ever had. True. Um, sangria is very similar. Sangria was amazing. Sangria right. is amazing. I know it's amazing. got a lot more in there, but Sangria does have, is it soda water or is it, or is it lemonade? Uh, it can be either or. It's yeah. just fruity. And that has got wine in it. So, you know, you got some more fruit and stuff in there. Oh, real quick. So we're talking about fucking wine shandies, right? When I first, like when I did it. No, apparently. When did we get onto this? I no, had we're not. I, we're uh, not talking while, about while it. While we're on the topic, I guess. So a couple of weeks ago when I had it, it was because, uh, so my girlfriend comes over, right? And I was like, all right, I'm going to buy some nice red wine. So I bought some Spanish red Pinot Noir. It was from 2013, right? So it was like seven, eight years old. Really nice stuff. Best Dan Murphy's, not the best, but like, you know, it's top shelf Dan Murphy stuff. And I buy it and I have that date with, with the missus and she liked it or whatever and had a little bit left over and I have a mate of mine you know who you are dude he <laughs> he he is loves his red wine right so I send him a snapchat of me like pouring the red wine going like oh look at this Spanish Pinot Noir like the colors everything it's like you know smells good everything I was really like trying to did trying you to, swirl it in the glass a lot the whole deal I was trying to tittle him like make him seem like I'm finally coming around on red wine and then I'm like, oh, dude, like it's just missing something, you know? And I just pull like a two liter of flat lemonade that I'd had on my bed for ages. And I'm like, oh yeah, that really does the trick. Now it's complete. He sends me a snap back. Like I've still got the snap of him. Just You destroyed him, man. Yeah, he was, he you was, yeah, dude. I sent him to the shadow realm with that oh. fucking Snapchat. <laughs> that is disgusting. Right? Dude, you could actually just make like a TikTok or like a, we just need a to famous go over video like, in that. Other than, man, I'll say my first fucking beer, which is mm. depressing. But, uh. 
awful mixtures that you fuck with, right? Like things that you will mix together. Like for me personally, jam, I'll have like a toasty, oh, like a toast with jam and melted cheese. Dude. Now, roast me in the comments, right? It sounds <laughs> disgusting, but uh, get- you get your toast, put some jam on it. Talking whatever you want. I, like, I fuck with plum jam personally. I like the old plum, like jam. plum jam. And I like then the I get the uh, New Zealand mainland chi yeah, and I then like chuck that. it under the uh, under the grill. Mm. I've had, it's I've my had favorite snack. Jam and cheese. You've, the best. You've, this, you've shown me these. The cheese this, jam is they dude. Have they they are the best. They're good. This is like the worst combination I've ever like ever fucking come Worse across, than Jägermeister right? and orange juice, dude. dude Worse than no, that, right? Milk. So yeah, like, milk. Both go fuck yourself. This is what my <laughs> dad is disgusting. Sorry, dad. This is this is what my dad used to eat, right? And I know everyone's gonna be like outraged. He used to have Vegemite on toast. Fucking <laughs> disgusting, dude. Wait, I've what? I've never heard like such a worse combination in my now, life. For what? everyone else here, what the made... fuck? What do you mean, for dude? Everyone Vegemite else here, who's Australian? For everyone else here, who's Australian, right? Dude, I love Vegemite you... toast and uh, butter goes yeah. hard in the uh, paint, dude. Do you... What do you mean? Are you no, like a so smear bad. of Vegemite or do you go the fucking like centimeter no, thick? Like, I'd like the smear of it. I go hard on the Vegemite. Yeah, I don't know. I'd like literally... I like the butter as well, though. Like it overpowers the butter. Tar my whole piece of toast. You cannot see any white bread. It's all veg and all might. Looking like a hot road yeah. in the outback, dude. Yep, 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 yep. No, I also now, no, I've got something even worse. I've got something even worse. Wait, wait, wait. I still coming up, by the like way. to, it's one of the snacks <laughs> that mum makes me, you know, because I'm her favorite child. <laughs> she cooks him all of his dinner. Yeah, still, all my, even all, all my, all my dinner, yeah. my breakfast, she makes me lunch at work. It's fine. Right? <laughs> my mum loves me. So, Vegemite, uh, butter and Vegemite on Weet-Bix. Yes, dude, oh. you cut the wheat bacon yeah, half. in half, dude. Yeah. Butter and yes. Vegemite. That is the Goes best hard in the paint, dude. Fucking skin. Oh, you know what it is, ticks, dude. I used yes, to sir. do uh, jam and butter on on wheat bakes, dude. Just about as much as yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. So that's, I'm I'm in a that's fascist. An snack right I'm in a fascist there. studio right now, right? That's what's happening. Yeah, cool. No, you're just yeah. not Australian. Yeah, yeah, I love very yeah. un-Australian love, of you, right? Love communism, eh? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's dude, so I'm just going to say this right now with here. the Vegemite comment and the fascist comment. Dude, you need to tighten up. Yeah, yeah. do I? You <laughs> is that warning one? Need you, to. Uh, you got you got one strike out of two. <laughs> yeah. All right, hey, kick me hey, out. Hey, yeah. hey, tighten up the screws. Yeah, yeah. Hey, right? I'll, I'll, tighten I'm up sorry, the screws. I'm I'm dialing it down. I'm gonna dial it. Vegemite and butter is good. I don't understand. Oil the hinges, right? Little, All right, little, little w, w, WD forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Flip the old head. Yeah, yeah, Brush yeah, your yeah, teeth, yeah. dude. All right, All right. you're gonna it? tell us Swish what your flick. beer is, Wake and up. then we're gonna go into the. Oh yeah. Last so weekend. my first beer, unfortunately, I was five years old. I had my neighbor's eighteenth birthday. His name was James, and our neighbor, his name was Mike, and he has a big property on a like right sort of like across from ours. There's like a big patch of just grass, I guess, and land, and he was way out the back. Um, now, so obviously someone's built on it, but my dad, my dad gave me a light beer to sip on for the whole day. Um, when I was five, what was and the light to his cascade? I think it was a cascade. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure it was my first Cascade's ever beer. The good and so he just get, and like, I'm talking like I'm five year old, I'm holding this beer. It's like a fucking full water bottle for me. And I'm just walking around this party. Just, you got a two handed well away on this yeah. beer. Dude. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. Uh, the first time though, I actually got drunk. I was also around about the same age, about five or six. And this was by accident. I didn't know what I was doing. My mum <laughs> took me to a Tupperware party. Oh, dude. Right? Or one of those Goes things. off, man. Goes and off. what she did was like, I was the only kid at this party. Um, and like all of her there with her friends and blah, blah. I'm just a little boy that's running around. Go play out in the yard. So they had a tree house in this place. 
Um, and so what I was supposed to do was just go and hang out in the yard and play in this treehouse. Mm-hmm. They all go into the other room and where I could run from the treehouse onto the veranda into the kitchen was everyone had left the kitchen and they were in the other room. And my mom left a full glass of wine and a packet of Maltesers on the bench, right? Where she was sitting. Uh, Your boy goes from the treehouse, climbs down and army crawls across the yard. Dun, 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 <laughs> fucking Mission Impossible. <laughs> fucking dun, dun, Sprint, dun, 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 sprints into the house, runs up, climbs up on the stool, takes a sip of this wine. I'm to the point where I'm like, you know, I'm yeah. small. I remember picking it up, First drinking this wine, taking a few Maltesers and then sprinting back thinking I was going to get caught to this tree house. And I did yeah. that all day, fucking all day until back. that whole glass. And we're talking about those big fuck off glasses Dude. too. was done of red wine. I didn't know what I was drinking. I didn't know it was alcohol. <laughs> I thought it was just some nice, you know, oh, grape wine sort of dark purpley drink. I'm like, oh, this is nice. Dude, wine fucked you up more Dude, than when you were a kid. I, I had got to some story. <laughs> I had to be carried out of this <laughs> nah. house. I could not walk. Do you remember it? Like, I just well, remember my mum basically carrying me out of the house and putting dude, me in the car. I was crook as a dog. Dude, worst, worst Tupperware party ever. Worst Tupperware oh, party. Gonna... Ah, right, you little dirty pimpanzee. We're going to talk about some fights now. But first, we're going to do the trivia that you just flicked away. Find it. <laughs> what is the common emergency phone number in Europe? Ooh, Europe, huh? Is it 411? No. <laughs> the 411 is the, 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 the biz. Um, has a one in it. Don't they use it? In fact, I'll just double down. It has two ones in What's it. What's the, the number three for 911? Triple one. No. 101? No. It's 112. Okay. True. That's a kind of What's this one? Help. Number two. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I can't reach it. Are we talking about some fights? Can't reach it. All right, what's the trip for this one? We're doing some trip. All right. Quick. We're going to do this and then we're going to do the trip. All righty. Trivia question. What is it? Three? Martin Sheen plays a US president in what TV show? MASH. Martin Sheen. Dude. Big Daddy Sheen, dude. Mm, Why am I thinking House of Cards? Oops. I've never seen it. Well and truly dead. Yeah. I was going to say that's a pretty new Is Martin Sheen dead? I think he's dead. No, he's still alive. Martin Sheen died. Eyes in Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen died. TV show? Senior? Isn't there a senior and a junior? Martin Martin Junior is Charlie Sheen. Yeah, Charlie Sheen is junior. Martin Sheen is... Emilio Esteves. Escobar or whatever. Yeah, the show the show was West well, Wing. Okay, mine's MASH, okay. The what show was here? The West Wing. Oh, right? Yeah, I'm not that gonna was, get that. For all you Didn't I say that? out there. I'm just gonna put my audio in. Anyway, fuck West that Wing. off. Alright, let's talk about fights. So West this Wing. weekend's card that UFC, has passed. 255. Nothing has really surprised us. The two main events, obviously like the bullet and uh Valentina Shevchenko just just blasted Jennifer Myers. She did face some adversity in the second round. Like she got held down and... You know what the weird narrative of this fight is? Is the commentary. The bias of the commentary. Like the whole second round, the fact that Maya was actually able to get top control on Valentina and hold her down. If you commentary, top control even though. Like, she held her down and was able to not really do work, but she, she was like in top four control. And a half minutes, let's but be like, honest. But like, dude... They were talking about it like it was the second coming of Christ. Like it was like, holy <laughs> fuck, we can't believe that Jennifer Meyer is holding Valentina Shevchenko down. Dude, Valentina was defending perfectly off of her back. Like I don't think she really 
took any real damage off of her back well, or anything. I'm just speaking because of what I thought was going to happen. I th- we all thought Sheb was going to dominate and not going to lose like a she round won at all. I every thought, other round. Yeah, right? I know. But like we thought that Sheb was just going to put on a striking clinic. Like she was going to bring out the spinning back shit that everybody likes. She was going to like the Muay Thai was going to be on point. She needs to count. It, she, 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 it wasn't account- like that. The first round, Chev opted for the takedown and held Maya down for a while, and then the second round, Maya did the same. And then the third round, you know, she started to. She pick just it took up a over, but Chevchenko, as brilliant as she is, we have to say probably pound for pound top three women's top two. fighters. Top two, it's her and Nunes, right? Yeah. I mean, you got cyborgs in the conversation as well. Yeah, she'd have to be. It's those three, and then maybe Wiley Zhang is in there too. Um, she's a counter striker. She yes. does not usually lead the dance. She waits for you to come to her and then she just kind of lights you up. She's... But now, that fight, we I, thought that was going to end in a TKO. With I, Like, I thought that Chev was going to get it done maybe second, maybe third round at most TKO. Well, Jennifer Meyer's tough. It went the distance. We, we can't just highlight Chev. Like, Jennifer Meyer's tough as shit. Yeah. So, I was very impressed with Jennifer Meyer's performance to be able to actually win a round over the Chev and sort of, you know, stay in there. But it was so clear across the board that Shevchenko is just such a superior fighter, athlete, way faster, more powerful, more technical, better that, kicks, better punches, thing, That's the everything. thing with this whole, like, Nunes and Shevchenko, uh, like, the two fights, Nunes won both, but they were so fucking close. Arguably, you could have given it to Shevchenko. And the thing is, like, Nunes is just bigger. Like, I reckon Shev has- Pound for pound for skill? There. Dude- Chev is like first team all skill. And then like Nunes is just a powerhouse that just has been given, Nunes is given those nuclear bombs. Too. That's true. But Nunes is an exceptional athlete too. Like across the board. She's very, very She's strong. She's got a good grappler. ground game as well. Not She's just, so good. But like, it's, I don't but know. But the thing is, those are the only two women who can do that to each other, right? No one can push Nunes that hard. No. And no one can beat Shevchenko outside of Nunes, right? And Cyborg could push Nunes that hard. Yeah. Um... Another title defense for Shevchenko. It shows that she is a human being, but one of the barely you know, the, the most uh, impossible female on the planet. Like she, she's the human. Like she's the real life Black Widow. That is my read. I've said that for years. Only not too long ago did someone actually make a like a picture of that and actually kind of put the two and two together. Jeez, she might as well be James too. Bond. Like honest. she is amazing. Um. Another title defense, I think Jessica Andrade is the next fighter in line. In, cool yeah, it's a good fight. Uh, I think Andrade can test her in the physicality. I mean, if you know if Maya can get her down and maintain top control, I mean, Jessica Andrade should be able to do that too. Mm. Um, but also Jessica Andrade kind of just charges forward recklessly, mm. which plays right into Shevchenko's counter-striking game. The kind of kick that she landed on Jessica I should probably land. I mean, Joanna was landing that exact kick on Jessica Andrade at will. Mm. Wait until Shevchenko lands it. Like it's a it's like a shotgun. Like it's a one and done. Mm. Um I want to see her get tested. So I do want to see the Andrage fight. I'm saying I, I like Lauren Murphy tested, as well. Though. Let's make the Nunes. I know it's like it's the only two and O fight that you could make again. Like Nunes has beat Shevchenko two and O. You'd make the but argument still... that Chev just has to clear out the division a little bit more before she's, you know, that fight is warranted. But like that fight should happen. I can think of a couple, maybe one or two more. What, two and O fights that should happen again? Maybe, maybe. the Volkanovsky and Holloway. Yes, again, that's a good a one. Time. That's not what I was thinking. I was thinking of uh, Blades and Nganu, maybe. 
I mean, you're, it's hoping, probably gonna you're hoping that Blades, Blades is gets the double beat leg and else. actually like... But Blades is going to beat everyone else in the division, though. Yeah, I mean, like we brought this and up. Heavy like, do you think he Stipe and you said that Stipe is... I think Stipe... No, but I think Blades will just kind of clear everyone else out yeah. outside of Ingarn yeah. and Stipe. He's going to clear out Lewis. Um, anyway, so so Shevchenko, good win. This weekend. Um, excellent win, actually. Yeah, yeah, did she face some adversity? Yes. And were people surprised about it? Yes. Did she win four out of the five rounds? Yes. Yes. Jessica Andrade is the next fight. You could make an argument for Lauren Murphy. I would make an argument for Lauren Murphy. I think she kind of deserves it too. But I mean, give it to her. I think Dana has plans. Um, and then you got your main event too. I mean, holy shit! What a what an excellent showcase for the flyweights. The UFC's flyweight division is so underrated. Let me take you back two years. Nobody gave a Frenchman's flying fuck about flyweight, and now it's. You know, it's a big Still deal. Still no one does. It's it's rough that no one cares because their champion at the moment, Davison Figueredo. I disagree. I think people are going to start caring about this I think this they're going to start class. paying attention to this It's just that needs, it needs some depth. Like the Cody Garbrandt thing, if that had to happen, he would have got abs- He would have got one pulled well, by Figueredo. But he- like that adds some name value to the division, which is kind of needed because the, the champion is so good. He's so scary. Holy shit. Terrifying. He cuts from 165 pounds to 125. That's more you can than see a, it, dude. that's like a quarter of his body weight to make weight. Yeah. Um can, you can't It's like a fucking whirling dervish, dude. This guy is unbelievable. The way he finished Alex Perez was Well, it, dude, it, it was it was seat. competitive to start. They started off Ish. just like throwing kicks at each like th- like Alex Perez was starting to throw them kicks. They were starting to th- land bombs on each other. Um, but like Figueredo was loving it. Like you could see the concentration in his eyes. He was ready for it all. In no way did I think that that was competitive. Well, I think that Perez, what did he get? He got to his back and then he tried to, I think he tried to take him down. Yes. And then Figueredo just like, he got it to the back. He pushes him to the cage and Figueredo drops down and, and goes no, for the drop, fucking, drops, drops down and goes the right way to describe that. Dude, he's got him against the cage and then he somehow does this like switch transition. Dude, down, he like goes around his body down. like a fucking boa constrictor and then like tries to take yeah, his leg. Takes the leg. Goes for the leg lock. That fails. Perez gets to gets to his back and then transitions to full, uh, like to full mount. And then like Figueredo just locks him up in some guillotine and just hopefully we could have that off. transition from, impossible, from upright dude. to a leg lock He's in a- the podcast when he gets probably. Definitely freak, freak, freak dude. Dude. Hopefully it's down freak. in the corner and what's like so next cool to my leg or well, maybe. The coolest mm. part about this too is that Brandon Marino gets a, the win as well, which he argue, arguably should have been in the main Definitely event. Definitely should. Right? Let's be honest. Um, against Figueredo in this fight. But he wins as well in the first round. They both get first round finishes and Dana White turns them around for the next pay-per-view. And they're headlining the next. They're headlining the next pay per view. The two guys who got the win are now headlining again. One pay per view, like three weeks time. Back to back PPVs, dude. Come on, that's insane. Like if you want to try and get this guy over, like if you're trying to get flyweight over, this is the way to do it. You keep your champion active. He is fucking every like if he. The only part that's missing about Davison Figueredo, your boy Figgy, is that he can't speak English. That's it. He has the he has a great backstory. He has every tool in the toolbox. He's an exceptional athlete. He's fucking terrifying. He's so powerful. His style is fun to watch. He's it's probably the out. most exciting fighter on the roster. He's Brazilian. Show Isn't me. He? 
Show He's me. got that crazy look in his eyes. Show too. me another fighter who's more exciting. He he gets submissions. He gets knockouts. He fucking comes forward. He's just he he's just a force of nature at one twenty five. And you could look at him like you put him at thirty five. You put him at forty five. I look at him. I see Taz the Tasmanian Devil. Like, would you honestly. put him against Pratyan at thirty five yes. and think like that's yes. competitive? I think that's fucking, I think Pratyan isn't. That's an excellent dude, he, fight. That's yeah, an excellent he's in trouble. <laughs> yeah. The That's guy who uh, beat Aldo and hmm. whoever else. The 35 champion. Beat uh, Uriah Faber as well. Oh, he beat the... Beat yeah, the brakes. He beat the brakes off of dude. almost everyone. He made him learn. Um, I mean, what else can you say? I, I, God damn it. I love that they're turning these guys around. I think that's the perfect way. You had the perfect lineup. You got Figueredo beats Perez. Credit to Perez, man. He, he put up a fight. It just wasn't enough. For fuck's sake, someone in flyweight talks some shit or something. Let's yeah, make flyweight got, great again. Yeah, but you've got Brandon Moreno as well. Like, um, the potentially if he can beat Figueredo, I don't think he does, but if he can beat him, he'd be the first fully Mexican champion, uh, like born and bred. What do you mean? What, Kane's not Mexican? He's born in the States? Uh, American. Yeah. One of those anyway, dude, flyweight just needs... Like, you look down all... Yeah, like, look at the flyweight. He's the most like, exciting fighter on First the of all, you've got, at second, you've got Joey Benavidez, the person with he the most title. twice. Dude, yeah. And like, and then he's got Ascar, talk about somebody who's had a lot Alex of title shots. But the rest of Pantoja, the list, he's already beaten. Brandon Roy Val just lost to your boy. Why is um ah Moreno there? Yeah, I was gonna say Roy Val. I mean, I can't, anyway, it's, uh, it's, it's a sucks, boring it list. It's a boring list. Too, right? There's just no standout that, personalities in that list to make it juicy. Doesn't matter. That's the point. Like sometimes fighters do not need to beat other names to get over. Sometimes you like fighters become who they are. By beating everybody. But it hasn't worked. Nobody's become who they are. And it's been a while. Like, think Max Holloway? Th he's not a flyweight. I'm just saying, that's not just because it's flyweight. Demetrius Johnson became Demetrius Johnson, not because he was beating other no big names. He beat everyone. But nobody knew who he was. He had the, one of the best resumes and records ever. And he was one of the best fighters the UFC has ever had. Maybe but the nobody, best. Yeah, but nobody recognized him ever. He's just yeah, not like not known. People know Conor McGregor and because he talks a lot of shit it's but just the stigma around the division it's the small guys are not exciting stigma and it's bullshit you have as i said for anyone who wants to argue that the small guys aren't exciting watch any any find a davison figueredo fight find mm. one mm. it's insane the guy is insane i can't wait to see him fight again in what is it two and a half weeks now um, December's get another looking, title defense. December's that looking line, real yeah, that also kind of lines up his clout if he does fight Cody. Like, they'll probably just do the Cody fight after Cody. this. But, like, meanwhile, who's meant to fight Cody Garbrandt, Cody Garbrandt gets injured or whatever it is. He's like, I'll be ready by March. He gets two title defenses in before then? Mm. Are you serious? And then he gets the go home. smashes Cody, too. I'm just going to say that, destroys too. destroys Cody Garbrandt. Dude, Cody Garbrandt. He's in trouble. Watch out. Mm. And like, look, the UFC want nothing more for Cody to hold a championship. Cody, it's if you, just, if you, if, if you like to taste of winning again after not winning for a while. Yeah, fight anybody else. Right? Don't, don't fight <laughs> yeah. this guy. <laughs> yeah, literally fight anyone. Not yeah. Davis Figueredo. Sad to hear my boy, uh, Mike Perry didn't do so well. Anymore. No, he did not make the weight. Surprise. S yeah, surprise, surprise. Shocker. We made a little comment about that last week. Yeah, uh, just yeah total your boy missed the weight by four and a half pounds. So he didn't give, he didn't even try. Um, came in cocky, came in strutting his shit. I did like, all right. So what can you say about this fight? I mean, yeah. So Griff, like Griff and I are watching shit. this fight, right? And he comes in and I'm just like, there is absolutely no way the universe lets Mike Perry win this fight after talking so much shit. 
not missing weight and being so blatant about it on the walk-in and at the weigh-ins. What was the song that he came out to again? It was, I think it was Halo, Beyonce, wasn't it? Yeah, right. <laughs> Oh, that's a that and he one, said dude. that that's a gr- like, that's a great song. God, it's a we'll not allow it's him a to great win. song. But yeah. the fact is, Tim Means put on a fucking clinic on yeah. him and gave him the absolute gave him dude, the business, dude. dude. His name is Dirty Bird. We saw it all. Yeah, dude. He gave him the dirty turn. Gave him that fucking chicken wing a few times yeah. as well. He uh, still have no like cornerman. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he had, had his, his pregnant misses, wife, and he or had pregnant misses or wife. I don't someone, know. and he came out to Halo. Yeah. So he looked like shit. He looked like shit in the Mickey Gold fight. He looked like shit in this fight. What Mike Perry is, and I've said it before and I'll say it again, there is one of these fighters in every weight class. The perfect clay, right? You have the clay of like the perfect kind of fighter mold, but it's just raw clay and you need to mold it into a nice sculpture, right? He's the clay. He's got a great chin. He's got the fighting spirit. He punches hard. He's reasonably, he's not fast, but he's reasonably athletic. He can grapple enough. So he's that powerful it's though. It's you powerful. look at he's him got like, holy he's shit, got man, he's this guy's got a great... He's got marketable. He can talk on the mic. Yeah. People want to watch. Yeah. He just likes... He is he just li- not he d- guided. He- you need someone to take that clay and fucking mold it. But That's no, what you he need. He doesn't respect authority and no, he just doesn't, he doesn't want a boss. And it's like, there's a few camps out there that would be good for him if he could just, you know who I think would be good for him if he just learn how to respect authority is Mark Henry. Yeah, I don't even think his intelligence could line up with Mark Henry's. But could you imagine Mark if Henry's like if he respected ex- like Mark Henry's genius and he started like listening to the the corner giving him like code names for the the combinations and stuff he's got to throw. I think he would do very I well. I would like to see someone put him in line. I want to see someone like like Darren Till's coach. I can't think of his name, Colin. Mm. Uh, coach Colin, who is literally like a dictator in the gym. Like someone who will put him in line strip him down to his basics and and keep it as he said keep him from partying stop him from fucking around and watching it's tra- just like he's eating fucking cornettos and shit like, he just doesn't care as i said you have the perfect clay dude. and he just doesn't care he's eating burgers he's going out to clubs and punching old people he's two percent african dropping the um, n-word N-bomb, like every left right and center he gets fake gangster he's a piece of shit of a person, but we can fix this, right? He's crying out for help, right? In the UFC, it sucks. He's a, f- what is he? 14 and seven. So it's rough. Not a great record. But um, here's the thing. He's had some competitive fights and he actually does look good yeah. sometimes. My personal he, opinion, his best performance in the UFC Vicente Luque. was against Vicente Luque. I don't know what happened there. I don't know who was training him. I don't know what rate, like what camp he was at, what training schedule he's under. But in that fight, you're talking about Vicente Luque too, someone who fucking brings it every single time. He's one of the best welterweights outside of the top 10 and Vicente got the win. I believe Mike Perry won the fight and that's the best I've ever seen him look. His and leg Mike kicks, he was fast, got he was throwing combinations, uh, he fucking was whipping that leg kick suit like insanely fast. He actually showed fight IQ. And his nose. And his, he had his nose put onto the other side of his face and he still fought through it. He had a back um, nose. Yeah, his nose was here. Right? Loves a bit of sliver in there. That was the best version of Mike Perry, and ever since then, he's never shown up again. Uh, It's unfortunate, as I said, because he is... The potential is there. The pit... Fuck me, dude. It actually upsets me that no one can put him in line, because he actually has potential to be a top 10... Like a top 10 Mm. uh, caliber fighter. He has the potential. We've seen it. We've seen glimpses of it here and there, where he can actually be something. um, And he... 
as you said, he just doesn't take well to authority. Mm. He does his own training camps. He lets his missus hold pads for him. She's him. all of fucking four foot nothing. He's tiny. And <laughs> you can see he's throwing li like literal hand punches in that last fight. Like hand punches, like like yeah, shit yeah. like this. Like you're watching it like, what we'll is that? there, dude. Yeah, it's, I'm saying, a little bit <laughs> yeah. stiff, right? Stiff look. He just sounds stubborn. He's stubborn. No, but yeah. he, he, he's just like that, man. He's, he's a stickler, dude. We know this. It it sucks. Um, I don't know what to say. Like, I don't want to see him get released. It might, maybe it'll teach him a lesson. But like, you you're taking. Dude, someone... Dana's never gonna release that man. Yeah, but how many losses can you get? It doesn't matter, dude. Like you said you, you said this yourself the like other Kevin day. Lee, he is a, he is a fighter that brings exciting fights. And though he says some of the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life, <laughs> people like that, and he brings in the eyes. Fighting to Mike Perry, people watch. Anyway, let's so what, hey, stop wasting me, that fucking- no, Give me, um, like Mike Perry, as I said, like someone who is like that perfect mold, who, like that perfect, like sort of clay, like that has all the intangibles to be a great fighter. They just can't live up to that potential for whatever reason. They haven't got the right coaching. Do you know who they would just, have been a perfect example you think of that, that up until the, recently? Like the divisions of people who are like that, in your opinion, like people who just have all of the ingredients to be great. They just can't put it together for whatever reason. Do you know who like is the perfect example of that, even though it has had the resurgence, but could still be classified as that? I think Jorge Masvidal, dude. I think Jorge Masvidal. Yes. No, yeah. that's different though, because he's ha that's um, different because Jorge doesn't yet. slack off the same way. Like he's not that he guy. Did, he's though. not, it no, but he's not, not coached well, if that makes sense. Like you see that Perry, it's different. Jorge's different because Jorge is always, the fucking guy has an excellent resume. He has over 35 he just mixed has martial arts wins. decision losses, obviously. He, he is one of those guys that you can see over his career. When you hear people commentate they say this guy has everything he he's so technical he has all of the pieces of the puzzle and you see that in the past what kept jorge from wins or like showing the kind of dominance that he has now mm. is that he would get it looked like he got bored in his fights and that he would start to coast and he just didn't look like he wanted to he didn't have that killer instinct like he does now and i think the Jorge is the perfect combination, as you said, because he has all of the fight experience. He has all of the technical skill. He has been finished like once or like very, very rarely in all of his fights. I think he's got like one submission loss, but he's, he always kind of loses decisions. He's got an excellent chin. He's fast. He's powerful. He's well coached. He can grapple his ass off. He's got he's perfect almost across the board um what needed that to happen was the mentality also he, on uh on social media has been known to post pictures of him eating pizza at the wrong yeah, time he he um but jorge well i think what why he had such a tremendous 2019 dude was it was the knee it, knockout it, man come it, on no, it, it was, was the flying it, knee that did it before that before that he knocked out till before that which was huge in in liverpool or in london or whatever it was the killer instinct what he did was when he lost the next split decision to Wonder Boy UFC 217, he went and took a holiday. He went and no, went, no, no. He went on to one of those. Uh, he went it? on a game show. Yeah, but where he, he, had to he went away. without his phone. Yeah, for so it was a like a survivor. Like, and and the whole yeah. time he was like, "Dude, this this is the fucking worst." No, but he separated. Ass, what he did and was he, he separated there, himself he, from the world. He went and just took himself out of his element. He went and lived in the, as you said, in the wild. Like a cleanse. 
like a cleanse. As he said, like a full bodily cleanse. And, and he had to work out why is it that I have all of the intangibles? I, I have everything. I have the experience. I have all the skills. I have all the tools. I'm, he's tough as shit. He's got car. He's got everything that you need. He does. He has the whole he package. He has the whole package. And he's guess what? He's not taken a shit. T- he's had a lot of fights and not taken a lot of damage too. That's perfect. No. Um, and he's losing all these split decisions. He's got a split decision loss to Ally Quinter, Benson Henderson. Yep. Damian Meyer. Yep. Lorenz Larkin. Like you just go down the list of all the split decisions that could have gone his way if had he not sort of had that, just that inkling in, in him to really go hard and try and go for it. Um, I do think the Wonder Boy loss was legit. I thought that was a decision that was unanimous. I thought Wonder Boy beat him. Yeah. But across, all the ones I just listed could have gone his way. And he's fighting killers. All killers. Mm. Um, and as said, he, has that, say, he has that cleanse. I feel like if he just knuckles down just that little bit more, it could... Uh, he didn't get the full camp against the, the against Uzman. Still showed spectacular Very, takedown like defense. Promise. Great. He's on the verge of like out, but like greatness. Of course going if to, he really just, he could be excellent. Yeah, just don't eat fucking pizza and like. No, he had a bite of it. I heard dude. that he said in an interview that they had that pizza. He only took one bite. Do you believe that? <laughs> I believe it. He made weight. He had to cut twenty pounds and he made weight, so he didn't have that whole piece. We'll see. I think he... Uh, All right. Who do I... I'll, I'll anyway, go back to this card. If we're going to... Fuck this card. Let's talk no, about the like card. The prelims though, right? The prelims, in my opinion, were better. Like you had the Dalby fight with uh, D-Rod, Daniel Rodriguez. That was a good Someone fight. who was like on like a crazy fight, like a win streak. You had Five, That I was think. a great fight at welterweight. I thought Dalby deserved the win. Yeah. Um, Alan Joban went to fucking war as that well. That was a crazy fight. Um, I think Joban should be kind of treated... The same way, because he is forty. He doesn't look forty. He's forty gone on. What's fucking so weird about Joe Ban is that he takes a he takes a beating in that fight too. He he gets swollen up. He looks like he's been stung by bees. How is it that that motherfucker is forty years old and he looks younger when he gets beaten up? How the fuck is that possible? How do you look like he? How do you go into a fight forty years old? You look all of twenty six, and then when he gets beaten up and his face is all swollen up, he looks eighteen. What? I'll tell you what, he goes home, he juices some carrots, cucumbers, celery, and apples together. One of the most handsome men in the UFC. Hundred percent. He's a, um, he's a, he's a savage too. I'll tell you a little, little, uh, little fight I've been thinking about for Alan Joban. I think he deserves it. Anthony Pettis. Don't mind it. Just saying, Pettis. For, like Pettis takes kind of fights. He takes named fights. He takes whatever fights sort of offered. Alan Joban's a Joe name, Band but he's not an A plus name or an A name. I mean, no, he's, just, a, he's like a B minus. But name. Pettis just lost to a B minus yeah, guy. But he's Pettis. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Did you see him Diego when he knocked Fair. out that guy, Superman punch off the cage? Wonder he's done. Boy? Dude, Pettis has done. <laughs> he's done the spectacular things. Dude, but Pettis is in no position to. He's, he loves off, off the cage techniques. Would so. you like the fight? Yeah, I mean, I would. I don't know. I like. I think Joe Ban deserves those kind of like veteran big name fights. I thought he had an excellent fight. Um, Kyle Dockus as well, coming off a contender. He's got what his weight is Pettis at right now? Is welterweight or lightweight? I think he's fighting at money weight, man. Like he's just at one seventy, one fifty five, whatever the biggest fight is that presents itself. I think he takes. He's at that kind of stage now where there's a bunch of fighters that, like Nate Diaz is at that stage too. Like there's some fighters that are just kind of prize fighters. Yeah, they. they their ranking doesn't matter. They're not contending for a title anytime soon. But why don't you give uh, Pettis and uh, fucking Lola the fight? That's a cool fight. Two names I think on their way out, not ranked, come from you could, championships. You could, but the, the sense that would like 
I think that'd to, be cool to make sense. No, it's a cool fight, of course. But I think um, what would make sense is the fact that Mike Perry was matched up with Robbie Lawler, and everyone thought that was a good fight. Yeah, good Robbie fight. Lawler fell out. Tim Means stepped in. Tim Means won. Why not just do Tim Means versus Robbie Lawler? I think Tim Means is a veteran. He's fought everybody. I don't think he can beat Tim Means. Who cares? If Tim Means comes in Didn't... looking like he did against yeah. Mike Perry, so that's Robbie Lawler's going to get overwhelmed. That's a good. Who cares? That's I a care. good, that's a I good like push Robbie for Tim. Lawler. I want to see him have I want to see him have some so, good but, easy fights for him yeah, to like So Tim Means is a way. stylistically favorable fight though. Who else can you give Robbie like, what are you going to give him? Diego Sanchez? Pettis. I mean Pettis could also win that too. They could both win. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, but so is Tim Means and Robbie Lawler. No, I think thing. Tim Means smokes Robbie Lawler. You reckon? Yeah. I he comes reckon. in looking as technical as he did against Mike Perry. Look, yeah, Ro no, Robbie's in that's, for about time. Sense that it would make. Tim Means is a long-time UFC fighter veteran. Yeah. So is Robbie. But Tim Means hasn't got the name and the recognition of a Robbie Tim Lawler. Tim Means made but his debut in like 2012 or 2000. Well, he's an eight-year veteran. Dude. Come on, dude. Robbie, You, you dude. know he is like an old-time veteran. No, but he deserves veteran. that, though. Right? He Tim Means. Tim Means deserves a big Let fight. Let him get his name off somebody else who's, you know. Well, the only other fight I see for Tim Means in his future is the winner of Carlos Condit versus Matt Brown. Stop, like, let's not think of, like, unranked or, like, lower echelon opponents. Tim but, Means well, Tim had a really impressive win. a fucking ranked person either. Yeah, he should. Why? Because he won spectacularly. Tim Means just got knocked out in his last fight. And he got knocked out in his fight before that. Like, he's not going to be contending for any kind of fight. He's in that position. The same way that Pettis is. The same way that Robbie Lawler is. The same way that Alan Joban is. Just give them fun fights. You don't need to give them contender fights. Because you know what happens when you give them contender fights? They get fucked up. And Tim Means isn't a contender. He was a contender fucking, what, six, seven years ago at yeah, lightweight? a while ago. He's not been really a contender. He's just a fun fighter. He's the dirty bird. We love him. He's technical. He brings it. He's but just still got when you it, put him That's against the difference. He's, like, got it, he's still like, got it. When you put him in there against a young, hungry, like up-and-coming guy. recently, too, if anything. Like, you, you see someone who's just... Yeah, yeah, he talked about when Perry was sending him pictures of him eating pizza and shit. And he's like, you're not taking me serious. And dude, he came out the other end of that. Camp. But he also got rocked really, hard really a few good. times as well against Perry's very sort of. like terrible punches. He you know, he got backed up. He got clunked a few times. I say, as I said, the fight to make is Robbie Lawler, Tim Means, or Tim Means versus the winner of Matt Brown and Carlos Condit. I'm gonna we'll preview that fight once it gets around. I do like to the it. Brown and Condit fight a lot though. I, I think, think Condit really wins that. Cool I don't think Condit's chin ch Condit's chin is one of the most legendary chins in the sports history. Mm. Matt Brown's chin is biscuits. Mm. And I think that even though the fight could be competitive and these guys are just gonna go in and sling leather, I just don't think Matt Brown can take the onslaught. And we just saw in uh Carlos Condit's last fight, man, he clunked fucking what's his name? Uh Court McGee and broke his nose and dropped him right on the buzzer at the second or was it first or second? The name round? that always makes me chuckle. Court McGee. Court McGee. Dude. <laughs> now, talking of BMFs, right? Court McGee has his nose broken on the buzzer, hops up, goes to his corner, and punches his fucking nose back into place and then keeps fighting. Find me someone. Right? Find in. someone, right? Break their nose. Right? Has anyone actually had their nose. fucking nose broken Break before? Nose. Break their nose and say, hey, man, instead of going to the hospital and having someone, like, correct it, you just fucking punch it back into place, fix it up, and then just keep fighting. Someone like Carlos Condit. Are you mm. fucking serious, nah, dude? Easy fix. That's the impossible. Guy's a bit, the guy's a man's man. The guy's a fucking freak. Could uh, make his own clinic. 
You know what I mean? That's disgusting. Free also, consultations. people don't understand what it takes to be a fighter. The mentality, the the grind. Like people think, like the casuals. When you talk about you casuals, enjoy like, it and you got to look forward to no, fight day. People just don't understand the, the level at the that these professionals are at. What you're watching on screen, you're thinking, ah. Oh, that Brandon Moreno, that figurator, he's five foot five, he's tiny, I could crush him. No, 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 no. These boys are so high level, so well trained and so explosive, so well timed. You would, any normal person, I'm talking any normal person wants to step in against someone who you think is tiny, like a Brandon Moreno, a five foot four man, and you would find out very quickly that <laughs> yeah. you are nothing we like know he this. would crush you while you're he at home fucking... thinking about what you want to eat dinner or like vacuuming your house means, or whatever the fuck you're doing these guys are punching out there holes learning jits learning yeah. ground game top game all the scenarios of fight and crushing pads yeah crushing and pads. they're sparring partners um yeah. yeah that's at all weight classes it's just it's why they're at the level they're at and why they're, they're fighting in the organization they're yeah, fighting for at the top of the weight class too as you said like you like you're talking about someone like Davis and Figueroa crushing, crushing Benavides twice. We're talking Benavides about a, we're talking about one real of the life best. assassins and warriors and yeah. everything. Davis and Figueroa is one of the best athletes across the board in the sport too. Like he is just so unbelievably athletic. He is so fucking powerful and fast and explosive and strong for that weight class. He makes great fight IQ and decisions yeah. find an ounce of fat on that man yeah, i'll wait find something on that man that you can poke and it's not solid fucking steel mm. um yeah well anyway coming back on what i was saying pettis and joe ban i kind of i don't know why i just thought of that fight but i thought maybe that's kind of a fun fight but joe ban's got not many left he's fighting continuously fighting up and comers like they man, both don't have many left. just give these older kind of veteran you know the guys who've been around for a while, stop feeding them to the young contenders. Right? Mm. We don't need to see that. Let the contenders fight contenders. Let the oldies just fight oldies, man. Have some fun fights. Have some mercy. Have mercy. Have some mercy, man. Have some mercy. Like Condit versus Matt Brown is perfect. It's a fight that should have been booked. I mean, it has been booked, but the first time it was booked, it was fucking eight years ago when they were mm. both actually in their prime and welterweight was a completely different landscape. We're finally getting to see it when they're both, as you said, shells and dinosaurs of them you know of themselves but still a great fight i mm. like it i like not seeing these veterans and the guys with the big names getting fed to these young hungry lions who are just gonna fucking crush them true i like watching them fight in the early main event maybe even yeah. the late prelim to kick off yeah. the main event headline headline be. the prelims or maybe like a co-main event co-co-main whatever it is um i can make money who else have we got on there we got i, yeah, mean, I was about boy, to say before we like before we debut our new segment and wrap this shit up, let's finish the last um, two fights on the card. Well, that good, are- good night for the Shevchenko sisters because Antonina got a, a pretty good win as well. No, Lipsky, the fucking dime piece. Mm-hmm. Great fight. Um, that's good for the Shevchenko sisters to both get a win. It's the um, first time two sisters have fought on the same card, if I'm not mistaken. And the, yeah, two wins. Uh, and also your boy, the highlight of the year, Joaquin Buckley. Got the best knockout maybe of all time in his last fight. Got yeah, another. Now, obviously not as impressive this time, but he beat Jordan Wright. Also, a who has yeah. who's coming off contender Beast. and has had some really in- cool looking knock- knockouts. Yeah. Like he's had a few wheel kick knockouts. and They call him the Beverly Hills Ninja and you, you watch yeah, his fights. for a reason, he- man. He's a freak. He's got great kicks. Dude. Um, and yeah, I mean, Joaquin Buckley, you saw, came out and came right at him like a wild man and it wasn't working. He really actually 
took a few minutes of just exploding into the pocket and just coming after him to realize like, hey, that kind of bullshit just doesn't always work. And if I don't you're know a why test he... guy, you're going to like Joaquin oh, Buckley. This guy, has, this guy all has all of the, the tits. Two fucking Christmas hams just crowded <laughs> together at the front, dude. He has the, it's one of the best physiques. He looks um, like he has an ass on his chest. Dude, it's he's ridiculous. Working, he works at Walgreens and he's still working there. Yeah. That's where we're at with the UFC right now. You've got some the guy who has the highlight knockout of the year. <laughs> but that's the thing with the UFC. He's still working is his it, fucking full-time you, day job at Walgreens, dude. Yeah, that's well, the What thing. even is fighter pay? That's the thing. Like, the, mm. It's not about like, they don't have a good pay at the UFC, sure, but they have the Institute and they have the, what's it called? They have like all of their nutrition provided. That, like the UFC provides a lot for them, if not their pay. It's, it's a company. It's oh, yeah, like that's if they move into the yeah. apex, though. Yeah. Um. Good KO was obviously wasn't as spectacular as the last one, but he still what beat, is, as you said, a very is, dude. There's like maybe two nothing. knockouts that compete with that. Yeah. What do you reckon they are? We've got, I, the, got Masvidal. Out, Masvidal man. knee, and you know what? I'm just gonna chuck it in there. I always all right. So there's a, there's actually a couple. I'm gonna give the Raymond Daniels. Uh, in the UFC, come on. Keep it in the UFC. In the UFC? Okay, all right. We'll, all right, we'll go the Matt Brown elbow. I love yes. that elbow. I, I guess fucking they, love, yeah, Dude, that elbow. Terrifying. Dude. Terrifying. And then the other one is- I the, No, my favorite part about that elbow is when he drops it on him, he fucking walks off and just points like he's like, yeah. this. see that shit? All right, all right, all right. Wait, that's Matt Brown elbow and then there's two more. You've got the um, Barbosa wheel kick. Terry Adam. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then you've got I the, feel like there's a few more. And I'll give the the, the silver silver front kick. I want Vitor My personally, my the best knockout I've ever seen is Yaya versus Korean Zombie. Oh dude, that's the, the best knockout. That's the latest knockout in history, Actually, right? It's not the last second. I've just I saw a video today, uh, MMA on point, I think did it. Um they said that the latest knockout actually comes at the end of the Marab Devashvili versus Ricky Simone fight because Ricky had him in a guillotine on the last second of the fight, but he didn't tap, but he was basically going out. So the fight ended and then Murad gets up and starts celebrating like, hey, I've won the fight. I just yeah. almost got guillotined, but I won basically the whole fight. And then apparently the either the ref or the doctor called it a TKO loss or like a submission loss, even though he didn't get submitted. So technically the latest finish is actually... 15 minutes exactly on the dot like not Dude, 14 minutes 59 well, no. it's 15 minutes beat because <laughs> yeah it's some weird technical fault well then you could never beat that but come on dude you never be able to beat that because it's actually after the fight elbow. finished Dude, the elbow on zombie yeah yaya is ridiculous. yaya rodriguez's elbow on zombie is the best knockout in my opinion i've ever seen when i watched that i all left right, i right, left right. across the lounge room. one more and it's a personal favorite of you and i's is when Hendo delivered the fucking ah, nuclear on, bomb. Dude. And the then dude, bomb on fucking- Dude, not only does he uh, deliver the fucking <laughs> biggest, <laughs> biggest he, bomb ever, but after he is clear- Bisping's clearly he out took his cold. head off. His head is dude, in the he, fucking- Dude, he catches- He catches flight and delivers yeah, the fucking yeah. lunchbox on top of him <laughs> afterwards <laughs> as well. He actually jumps and actually gets like vertical in he the gets, air and like yeah, yeah, he's yeah. off the Planks ground. Planks down. Yeah, like yeah. Like um, I want to point out another one as well. Uh, Gabriel Gonzaga knocking out Krokop with the fucking same head yeah. kick that he kills everyone with. That's a great knockout too. Yeah. Um, That's in there. Yeah. And Garnu versus Overeem. Thank you. That must oh, be yeah, the dude, hun yeah. single but hardest. But he's not out though. Dude. That's the thing. Shut like, the fuck up. Yes, he is. Dude, he... No, he... Overeem did not wake up for fucking six weeks after dude, that. He's still out from that. Dude. He's not even recovered from that. 
He's I don't still, know. It's I mean like he said, still out in orbit. Right, well, right, what what about what about recently with fucking Chaos Williams? D- fucking that was knocking a great out, uh, Just with I, the straight dude. The yeah, straight. and he's out for like Against literally Abdul Razak Al Hassan. Yeah, I can't say that name, but he's literally. I don't know. Have they checked dude, on him? Is he okay? Now, <laughs> something we're gonna have to preview so- soon on one of the cards coming up is Chaos Williams next fight. Yeah. Um, all right, dude. so some of the card, t- you know, Joaquin Buckley got the win. Um, man, he's a, he's a good prospect at middleweight. Mm. The fight to make, and I'm saying this right now, they fucked up. They should have made it this time. Well, I know he's been calling out James Krause. Don't care to see that fight. I think James Krause deserves better. Personally, I think Krause is on like a six, what? Should be on a seven fight win streak. Had he not lost to Trevin Giles in the fight before his last, mm. that he took on short notice at middleweight and he gets this Trevin Giles fight and the ref just has no one, like, not the ref, sorry, the judge has no idea what he's scoring. He lost a bullshit split decision. The guy should be on a seven fight win streak. Dude, the James Krause actually deserves either a ranked opponent at 170, not at fucking 185, mm. um, or a big named opponent. Maybe a Tim Means 30 Bird or like a just a big name, a Pettis, for example. Like, Krause is one of those guys who's who's coaching and happens to actually fucking know how to fight his ass off. Um, and for Buckley, I know he's calling him out. Don't want to see it. I do want to see the, um, who did we say last week? The big black fellow that knocked out the Aussie Whitaker's sparring partner. I keep forgetting his name. He's Phil Horse. Phil Horse. I keep thinking his name is just like some like John Smith, yeah, some not black name. Um, Phil yeah. Horse versus Joaquin Buckley. That's the fight. It's a cool fight. That's an, ep- that's an epic fight. That, I don't want to see anything else. Don't give me anything else except for Phil Horse versus Joaquin Buckley. Matchmakers, you heard that here. Uh, all right, next the week's own, card. Let's own, go. We'll, Lay us up. Next week. All right, so if we're going to talk about next week's card, I think the way to do it is to debut... The new segment. A segment. And if you don't know what that is, which you probably shouldn't, <laughs> we're going to talk about two good fights and one shit fight from the upcoming card. Yeah. But we're going to do it in a way like this. Two good fights, two in the pink, and one, one shit fight. fight. One the and stink. that is the stinky Pete of the fights. <laughs> two in the pink, one in the stink. New segment. Let's start with the two good fights. The two, yeah, the two fights you want to watch. First uh, unsuspecting one. We're going to give it to a fan favorite here at the podcast, and that is Rachel yep. Ostovich. She's... Ooh. That's the one we're going with? That's the one Rachel we're going Smith. with. She's going to be fighting Gina <laughs> Men- what, Menez- doesn't matter, right? Men- doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We'll fight- She's in the pink because yeah. it's Rachel Ostovich. If you don't know Rachel Ostovich... Yeah. That's the hottest woman on the roster. She's yeah. hotter than all the ring card girls. She's hotter than everyone else on earth. It's fine. So that's why we're going with that one. Right? So that's the pink, yeah. right? That's obviously the pink. That's one of the... Yeah. Thoughts to bitch, right? Ostovich. Rachel fucking sit, sit on my face to bitch, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? The hottest woman who's ever competed, maybe next to Mackenzie Dern. Absolutely. She's, I don't know. She's impossibly attractive. She's very sexy. Is she that good at fighting? Probably not. Doesn't matter, though. Ha- Doesn't matter. We're going to yeah, watch yeah, that's it. That's not what it's about. Win this fight. Win this fight. Finish your UFC career at five, yeah, five and five. Yeah, five five. You know what? Perfectly balanced. And then what As you, all things should uh, be. And then what do you that's do Thanos. after that once you finish your UFC career? Only fans. hundred percent. right? <laughs> Only fans. Right future ahead of her. Yeah. Only fans. Or look at her. Like if she yeah. did she shouldn't only- be fighting. Discount code is UFC for 50% off. She doesn't yeah. need to do that bullshit. Doesn't need to advertise. <laughs> She's got it all. Fighting, but like, yeah. You girl. I understand that. She got skills. It's just, it doesn't matter. We'll right. research after this. Yeah. Yeah. The second pink. If you don't know who that is, 
Google Rachel Ostovich and treat yourself. I'll right? we'll give you a little preview on that. Um, now she's now. fighting Gina Mazzani. I don't know who that is, and I don't care. Right? Just watch it. Just watch it. And the other fight, I want to pick you the other pink. Um, there's two. I would have probably. I mean, all right. If we're gonna Dude, go out, if we're gonna go out of the two, I will personally pick Miguel Baeza, uh, Caramel Thunder versus Takashi Sato. And I'm going to say Spike Carlisle. Okay, so the that's most, three in the pink there, right? Yeah, I, know, wait, I just got to throw it out there. This man is the most jacked ginger man you've ever yeah, seen Yeah, and in also, yeah. That's Bill a good Al- fight. Bill Algio is a great fighter. I still think Miguel Baeza, um, that's the guy you want to be watching. 9-0, and um, finished Matt Brown in his last fight, who we were just talking about, um, and he's fight, fighting Takashi Sato. Takashi Sato just got a knockout over, can't think of his name, some big redhead fella. Uh, click on Takashi Sato if you can. Just click on him and it should bring up his... Maybe if you click on his actual face, it bring up his record. Who's the... Yeah, Jason Witt. Doesn't he look um, like he got Sexy really, Yama? How dare you? No one looks like Sexy Yama. Back in the day? <laughs> sexy Yama is Sexy Yama for a reason. Uh, yeah, Takashi Sato got a knockout whenever Jason Witt. It was actually a really, really clean KO. Um, I can't wait for this fight, actually. I think this is a really excellent fight. Two prospects at welterweight. Um, keep an eye on it. Those are your two pink. Young. That's uh, absolutely the two, probably the best fights on the card, whether or not they're actually competitive or it's more just watch it because prospects or watch it because Rachel Ostovich, right? Mm. Um, <laughs> and, I mean, we can both unanimously pick the stink. The stink is the main event. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> fuck Derek this main Lewis event. and Curtis Fuck Blades. this main event. I'm just going to say this. Finish my my prediction is that Curtis Blades is going to get all of the takedowns, like he always does. He's really good at it. He has, I'm pretty Probably sure- Probably the best blast double in the game. Yeah, like he has, I think he's, for heavyweights, he has most takedowns, second highest accuracy, and yeah. then first for everything yeah. else. Like the guy's, the guy's a powerhouse. Um, it's just that, I don't know, it's just, it's hard to love. Like, like the new Star Wars movies, he's hard to love. <laughs> Curtis Blades does nothing to- um sell himself as anything exciting right he always sort of says like hey like i'm that guy i'm the contender i'm beating everyone else i take every fight that's given to me Who blah 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 most people do that something to brag about. no he's just not got a fan-friendly style he's not good on the mic um dana <laughs> fucking hates him um <laughs> you know he has two losses right he's only one person in the ufc has beaten him and that's francis and garner understandable understandable Twice. right you're standing in front of the most terrifying human that's ever stepped in the cage. Um, I don't care about this fight, man. Could, could Curtis Blades... Curtis Blades... I mean, could he knock Derek Lewis out? Maybe he wants to actually stand and trade. I don't think he does. I think he just goes straight to what he knows best. Take down, hold Derek Lewis down, tire him out, um, and just wrestle fuck his way to either a TKO victory or maybe submit him. And it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. Good. I, I mean, Derek Lewis. Lewis, though, you never know. <laughs> you never know, but also don't you kind of know, me, right? Don't do that to me, dude. <laughs> you know, it's just that, like... Cur- dude, Curtis Blades literally said, hey, don't tune in to my, like, the last fight against Alexander Volk. He's like, don't... If you are expecting, a, like, a stand-up war, you're tuning into the wrong fight. I'm going to take him down, and I'm going to beat him up. And everyone's like, okay, cool, because... We're all tuning into heavyweight to watch that two giant, like two big dudes. We watch heavyweight collide with one another. We watch we heavyweight sort of to them. watch people throw hands, yeah, dude. Not, that's what not we watch heavyweight. Watch for. heavyweight for one dude to just 
blast through we the other. We don't expect and just the fight to go the distance at heavyweight. Yeah, no, mm. no one cares about that. And guess what? In unless Francis Ngannou loses the championship fight, Curtis Blades is never getting a title shot. That's true. If anything, I think he's better served uh, to go over to Bellator. He's the kind of guy that Bellator invites. He's basically heavyweight Corey Anderson. Sort of. He kind of is. If you would at Corey late, Anderson has some stand up that he likes to. So does Curtis Blaze. He knocked mm. out Junior. I mean, they're the kind of the same guy at the weight Who class. Hasn't knocked out Junior. Let's be honest. Uh, everyone. Prior to Kane Velasquez destroying him, but before that, Junior was on a rampage. Um, Curtis Blades is kind of the guy, as he said, he's kind of suited to Bellator. Like he, he will probably never get a title shot as long as Francis is there. Uh, I just, I don't know why it is, but he's just pro like, I don't think the UFC have any intention on him being the ch their champion. And could he actually be the champion? Probably he could, yeah, he could 100%. absolutely be the champion. I just don't think the UFC care for that to happen. And the problem is he's going to, by the time he gets to that fight, if he ever gets to a title fight, he's probably going to have, he probably would have beaten everyone else in the division because he is that good. Um, and that's the problem. Like he'll beat everyone else except for probably Stipe and Francis. And so I do believe that he's- He'd give Stipe some problems. I don't Stipe's believe Stipe's crafty, but he'd, he'd give Stipe a run for his money. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I, don't, I think Stipe stops all the takedowns and I think he knocks him out on the feet, personally. If Stipe doesn't retire before they fight. But the problem is if Stipe retires before their fight, then you get if you Blades. Get a, if you get a Curtis but, Blades that, but like what happens that if fights if Stipe Francis gets and goes full snooze fest, like gives him the style that everybody if, hates. But what if Francis if beats can... Stipe before that? Do you think if Fran like Curtis Blades can't lose to Francis three times? Like if they, if he, if say for instance, Francis beats Stipe, mm -hmm. then they say like, oh, Curtis Blades is the only contender left. You give him the third fight and then Francis beats him again. What are you going to do? You've lost the same guy three times. Well, then go to Bellator, dude. Go to Bellator. Mm -hmm. Go make your money there. They'll pay you over there. Mm. Scott Coker will give you money <laughs> over there. So that's the I, think he's the, I think he's the Corey Anderson. As I said, he is the Corey Anderson of the heavyweight division. They don't want him as their champion. He's not marketable. He just has that style that no one gives a fuck about. He's a great fighter. Yeah. Right? He's, he's excellent at what he does. No one cares. The best at what he does. Maybe the best. Um... Go to, go to Bellator, man. Go to Bellator and make money. Actually become the champion there and maybe people will actually appreciate what you do. Over in the UFC, they don't. They I want agree. the France, They want Francis as their champion. They do not want Curtis Blades as their champion. We do. I agree. Well, I'm fucking tired and I want to wrap this shit up. Yep. 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 So we're going to say goodbye. But before we do, we want to say get involved and post on our channel. Comment, like, subscribe. Ask and us also, anything. tell us what your favorite beer is, or Griff will take a shit in your letterbox. That's right. <laughs> and I'll knock on the door and tell you that I did it. <laughs>